back. And we're back. Oh, look at that. It turned off. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> the AC, because it was interfering with our sound. So, okay. Uh, we're back again. Um. So, I, um, when I do the research for all my um, cases, I just have one big uh, Google Doc that yeah. I, like, write them down in. And I check today, and it is, oh, of course, it's not telling me. I don't think it tells me on my phone. It only tells me on my. Tells you what? On my computer, how many pages it is, but oh. it's like 34 pages. What? Yeah. How How would, would you, so you just scroll through the bot like all the way to the bottom and just continue on? Yeah. What? Yeah. See, I have one note. I don't care. And I have a I notebook ask you. with all these separate notes. Well, it's like I can scroll through by like title. Oh, well, so like I, I guess go that to helps, the little scroll thing on the side and it like does oh. all the titles of these murders and I can just like go oh. to which one. That seems like a lot though. I kind of want to keep it. Oh, just to see how far do you get? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I'll publish all well. these scribbly <laughs> All uh, these notes, notes that for all ten of our fans. Yeah, that <laughs> aren't um like full sentences. They're just literally my thoughts that I yeah. type out. Yeah. Like I'll I literally have. put um like I don't know, in in these in the school yeah. doc. And then my notes will have like a bunch of dad jokes in in them that I think are funny, like that I'll put, <laughs> and then I never end up saying them, because I just not? laugh at myself. Uh, I don't know, because I feel like they're not in the moment. Whenever I try to say them out loud. Oh. Or I'm just like, oh, wow, that was lame. Well, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, because I am lame. Um, so this week right. we're doing yeah. Unsolved. Uh, yeah. I think it was just and like random Unsolved. Random Unsolved. Anything, and anything you unsolved. go first. I go first? Yeah, I went first last time. Okay. Mine is the uh, unsolved mystery of the Malibu Creek murder. Ooh. Um, this popped up on like uh, Instagram or no, on my Facebook thing. Wait. No. Does it that have to do with Jaws? No. 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 This is like a campground. Oh. But it was like a random. <coughs> it was like a random article that it posted up, and then I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I should try this one. So, or this is a good one to keep and keep it around. Had 40 pages on one website about Yeah, this. it was a lot. Um, but then, like, uh, the more and more I read on that, it was just, like, rambling on. So I just started skimming a lot of it. And then so I found something worth keeping, uh, uh, then mm -hmm. I would just keep uh, that. So. Mm -hmm. uh, are you done? Yes. Okay. All right. So the Malibu Creek murder. So on June twenty second, uh, twenty eighteen, at <gasps> four forty four. That was like a year a ago. Yeah, four forty four a.m. in a campground below the Santa Monica Mountains, there was a man and his two daughter. I don't like all these even. Uh, there was a man and his two daughters <laughs> shot in their tent. My um, God. Yeah, except it only the man was shot. Yeah, weird, right? Um, tr and his name was Tristan. I think it's Baudet. B yeah. yeah. Baudet. Uh, maybe. Um, Baudet. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> we have one. Um, it's great. Yeah, came with the house. 
my butthole so clean. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Uh, I started thinking mid sentence. Um, because I know we went to we were in Santa Monica last year. We were. Yeah, you don't remember? No. When we drove or we drove through, but that was like. That was actually the end of July and not June, because this is the end of June, and I was. Oh yeah, we were there. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, wait. We were there like a month after. Yeah, for a second I thought we were there at the end of June. So then mid sentence I paused because I thought, oh, like did we drive through this during that period, like that time? So well, murder probably happens there all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Oh. Yeah. So, um, so um. Apparently, most of the uh, other guests that were camping there that night didn't wake up. Um, but the ones who did uh, wake up, they said they heard three or four loud bangs. Um, and then these people went back to sleep to find... Um, and then in the morning, they found the L.A. Police Department there at the campground in the morning. Wait, so you hear three loud gunshots and yeah. you go back to sleep? in a tent. Like Hell that's, no. that's what I was thinking too. Like what? Are they just so um used to used to it? <laughs> yeah, numb to this conditioned. Like, oh, it's just George in the woods again. Like Jeez. I don't know. So um the dad, like I said, he was pronounced dead at the scene. Um and then the two daughters were unharmed. Uh the wife she then finally rev- arrives at the police station uh, a few hours later to claim the daughters. Um, after the LASD homicide, detectives say that they are aware of other shootings near the location in the past, um, but there's no evidence to show that they were actually, like, if those past ones were related to this one, or, um, you know. That they don't even know how why the other ones happened in the past and still don't know why. Um, so there was an instance of a man. So like like I said, you said there was more crimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an instance of a man who slept there in a hammock and was awoken by a stinging pain in his right arm while he slept. He thought he had been bitten by a rodent or something while he slept. So he went to the hospital uh, and got a shot for rabies because because he didn't know he was just trying to be safe and so then when they sent him home when his arm began to heal he noticed that metal uh metal pellets similar to buckshot were trickling out of his uh wound in his arm that's disgusting yeah i thought maybe like they would be able to see that you know i don't know but maybe he was so far away that like it wasn't it wasn't actually like. He laughed because I'm picking my nose. <laughs> <laughs> my was it like right next to my uh. nostrils, so it hurts. Um, I so just got some crusties in there. <laughs> Jesus. So we, um, so maybe he was like so far away where it like barely got him. You it know, barely went into his skin. Yeah, yeah. But you would think that he's like, hey, you know, I was asleep and now my arm stings can you check this out they wouldn't just Im- automatically be like oh rabies yeah. they'd like look at it yeah. and be like oh you were shot in the arm yeah right so i don't know um early january 2017 a woman and her partner car- uh, parked their car inside the park and were sleeping in their vehicle 
when they heard a loud bang and an echo of burning metal. Oh, they heard, uh, sorry, they heard a loud bang and an echo, comma, and smelled burning metal. Uh, in the morning, they found a sizable hole in the back of the car, and then wedged by the spare tire was a shotgun slug in their car, which is crazy. So, this guy obviously wasn't aiming to kill. Uh, I mean, that's like pretty far away. I don't know, yeah. Either he's just really bad at shooting or... Well, I mean... Shotguns are close range guns. They're like they're not meant for like sniping out anything. Well exactly. So then yeah. he purposely shot in the trunk and not at the people. Yeah. So he just did it to scare them. Maybe. We yeah, not sure. Um, it's still a mystery. Uh another woman, Matrice Richardson, uh she was a twenty four year old, went missing in uh, two thousand nine. And was later found a few miles from Malibu Creek um, 11 months later. Um, that's all they have on it. What? Yeah. What? Wait, what? She went missing nine, like, nine, no, nine years ago from when they found her? Like, no. she went missing nine years before they found her body? No, 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 no. She went missing in 2009 and was later found a few miles from Malibu Creek. Not 11 months later. Oh, not last year. No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. This was 09. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The shooting, the, the original shooting, the one that brings up this whole yeah, thing. Was last happened. year. Happened, yeah. Oh, okay, year. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. These are like past incidents. Maybe it's Sasquatch. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, 2017, another woman, uh, 20-year-old Elaine Park was uh, last seen in Calabasas before vanishing as well. Uh, she was later found on Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, abandoned with all of her belongings inside. Um, Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. <laughs> uh, I don't... We didn't go in Malibu when I went with you. No, we didn't. Oh. It's a pretty busy highway. Mm. Um, have I told you about Corey, my friend Corey? Sleeping in the truck? Yeah. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> He slept in his truck. Uh, so my buddy, he slept in his truck. I accidentally locked his keys in his truck. And we slept in our friend's house a few miles down the road. And instead of him calling us or anything, he just slept in the back of his truck in the, the, bed. the bed. He didn't have a camper shell or anything. He slept in the bed on Pacific Coast Highway. It was parked on Pacific Coast Highway. <laughs> and <laughs> we were freaking out because he wasn't answering his phone the next morning. And we just go to find him sleeping in the back of the truck. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Um, that was a side Sounds note. Sounds like yeah. good way to get skin cancer. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was sunny there. But it was in May. So, May is... Uh, it, it's n it wasn't really like that sunny. I think they call it... It's something called the June gloom out there. Where it's just gloomy all the time, mm. so something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't live in California, so I don't know. Obviously. But one of my friends uh, that did live out there was telling us about it. But it really wasn't like super sunny out there at that time. Anyway. Anyways, back to this. Uh, a month before the man in the tent, um, or what? Who was it? Tristan. Um, there was a mutilated body found across the street from Malibu Street, cr 
Creek State Park, uh, followed by a second body in July. Um, so, yeah. And yeah, that's awful. I know. Uh, it's kind of like, what the fuck is going on around here? <coughs> Sasquatch. The area has been known to be a dumping ground for bodies in gang-related activities. Um, four days prior to uh, Tristan, there was a man driving his Tesla down Malibu Canyon Road and reports of being shot, or ba- shot at around 4.30 a.m. That's the most Malibu thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving my uh, Tesla down the highway. That reminds me of Renata. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, and uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah. They were driving their Tesla. It's a good show. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh, but he was driving down uh, that highway at 4.30 a.m. So, why are you up at 4.30, man? He's a hard worker, obviously. He has a Tesla. He's got to afford that Tesla, yeah. Um, so the, um, Tristan, uh, so they, they think like they theorized that he, uh, well, they know he had been a scientist at a pharmaceutical company, but they theorized that he may have been targeted for assassination due to something valuable he was working on. Uh, did the killing somehow relate to a marijuana grow farms that Mexican cartels were said to cultivate up in uh, remote reaches of the park? Um, they, they're, they're like guessing. They don't know. Hmm. Um, in August, a 20-year-old man went missing in the area. Months later, his car keys discarded on a trail. They never found anything else. Oh, my God. That's yeah. eerie. Yeah. The wife of a man in uh, – or sorry – the wife of Tristan uh, had offered thirty thousand um, dollars. There was money raised, uh, like uh, fundraiser, um, and she, with that money, she could try to award anybody who could find this killer, mm-hmm. which was the thirty thousand dollars, and uh, who could find her. Oh, I just said that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I am very tired. Yeah. Tonight. You did a lot today. Yeah. So. Um, Local news outlets reports th- uh, report that the sheriff's deputies have responded uh, nine different times to claims of gunfire in the area. Uh, skeletal remains of what was uh, they said they think was a man was uh, f- were they were found near the campground as well. Um, th- might I add, so the the campground was actually shut down after Tristan uh, was shot. Never not. Not after any of the other incidences, just the Tristan thing that I could find or that I know of. Um, and then they later reopened uh, a few months later. <coughs> uh, let's see. And then so so they ended up actually finally um, catching a guy, but they don't – a lot of people think it's actually just like a – a scapegoat or like a cop out to like say we got somebody, but there's really not much evidence. So his name's Anthony Rauda, Ruda, something like that. Um, He was caught for vandalizing a vending machine. Um, So he was vandalizing a vending machine and then they ended up catching him. um, And he was around that area. You're a murderer. 
Well, so they think so he was caught with a rifle and was he was actually known to be a survivalist who uh, slept outside and he was breaking into places for searches in search of food. So that's why he's breaking into the, you know, the vending machine. So they think he's maybe like living around there just like out there. But it didn't say what kind of gun he had. So if he doesn't have a shotgun, does he have one somewhere? How did he get it? Why would you accuse this guy of murdering someone else or doing all these other things when he doesn't even have the gun that committed some of these crimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, they didn't say what kind of gun actually ended up shooting Tristan as well. So <coughs> in January 2019, authorities charged uh, Anthony wi with nearly uh, – <laughs> They so they charged him with nearly all of those shootings. Oh God! Yeah, so um, which is ten counts of attempted murder, five counts of second degree burglary, and one count of murder. And so that's where uh, so there's a local uh, at the campground um, that regularly goes there, and he he himself thinks it's kind of weird, and he thinks that the co that around there they're just blaming it on him to say to finally just get say we got to the bottom of it because mm -hmm. they don't really know yeah um so um in the description that locals got uh for anthony was actually not what or sorry anthony's description doesn't match <coughs> the description of the guy that they think is doing all this mm who was actually, the, the description is a tall, skinny guy who maneuvered very military-like. Which I guess a survivalist kind of probably would. But, um, yeah. So, they, I mean, that's pretty much all I have, but, like, they don't, it's kind of weird that, you know, that um, his daughters weren't hurt. hurt. They think that he was literally at the wrong place and the wrong time because um, his daughters were there. His brother-in-law was there, too, that night, but his brother-in-law was in a different tent or something mm. um, and then ended up going over there shortly after he found out or something like that. So, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a marijuana field up there. Like yeah, in, in the I mean those mountains somewhere and yeah. nearby. Yeah. And they want to keep people away from it. Yeah. What are these and these stray bullets like? Yeah. But maybe somebody tried to sneak in and then they're just like blindly shooting everywhere and yeah. the stray bullets are hitting. It's people. probably Sasquatch though. Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, without a paddle. Yeah, I was thinking the yeah. same thing too. Because they just blindly started shooting at him too. Yeah. <laughs> They stumble upon this field of... Yeah. Well, that happens in Ted, too, also. It does? Yeah, you don't remember? Whenever no. Ted drives, and then he ends up crashing his car <laughs> into that barn, mm -hmm. and then they get out, and then they look, and then it's a big field of, like, marijuana. I don't think it is, because she, pl like, plays guitar, and then they spend the night around the campfire. I could have sworn they did. No, I think you're hallucinating. Did you smoke pot? No. 
I thought they did. I'm pretty sure it does not happen. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong then. I know it happens without a paddle. I just saw that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, are you sure in Ted 2? I think it happens I'm in I'm pretty two. positive that does not happen. At least not in that scene. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah, they, they think probably. that he was probably in it the <laughs> wrong place in the wrong time. So. That's sad. Um, yeah. That we don't know. They don't know. I don't think it's this Anthony guy that they think, but the fact that they aren't giving like what kind of gun he had and stuff yeah. seems kind of fishy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like you're hiding all the uh, um the details that would point to him not being not being yeah. 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 So yep. Interesting. That's what I have. The Silver Creek The Malibu Creek. The Malibu Creek murder. Do not shoot me with that scrunchie. Mm-hmm. All right. Your turn. All right. I'm doing the story of little Jane Doe. Are you touching my dog? Don't touch my dog. I was petting him. I could hear him growling. Yeah, because he's a big old D. <laughs> no, he just is selective on who he likes. Yeah, and it's not me. He likes his master. <laughs> yeah, but... You're the man of the house. Yes, correct. I would just like to preface this by saying I got 95% of my information from investigationdiscovery.com. All right. So, on February 28th, 1983, two men were searching through the junk of an abandoned apartment building um, in order to find a pipe to fix their broken van. So, van broke down. They're looking at this abandoned building for some kind of metal or pipe to fix their van. I don't know how that works, but okay. I was um, thinking the same. How's a pipe going to help? But, all right. Maybe they needed it to jam the door closed or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, as they were venturing around this building, they went down into the basement of the abandoned apartment building. And guess what they found? Skittles. No. Oh. The headless body of an African-American girl. Oh, my God. Yep. She wore nothing but a blood-stained yellow long-sleeve V-neck sweater and two coats, two coats of red nail polish on her fingernails. I would freak the fuck out. She, yes, headless. She was left on her stomach. Um, with a, I put on her back, but she was left on her stomach, um, with red and white nylon rope tied around her, uh, with red and white nylon rope tying her hands behind her back. I would like, I would not only be freaked out to see that and like in shock, but is that killer in here? Yeah. Yeah. So imagine walking down to the basement of this creepy old abandoned building. I probably wouldn't go in there anyway. Yeah. Because, like, it could be in there. Find <laughs> finding a headless body of a girl with nothing but a sweater on and her yeah. hands tied behind her back. Yeah. That oh. is traumatizing. Yeah. Pennywise, that's his name, not um, it. Yeah. Oh, did I mention where this happened? No. St. Louis, Missouri. No. Uh, uh, 
I think I have heard of this. St. Louis, where Mother where f- Missouri. Where did it happen? 5635 Clemens Avenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have heard of this. Okay. Which yeah, is yeah. just a little east of the Delmar Loop and yep. a little north of the zoo. I did hear about this. Yeah, okay. I looked it up on Google Maps, and the apartment building is actually torn down, and there's actually, like, super nice houses there right now. Oh, really? Yeah, like, really nice houses. What year did this happen? 83. Though? I said that in the beginning. Oh. February 28th, 1983. Oops. Is a right. oh, I was going to say it was a leap year, but oh. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> the 29th. <Oops>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never mind. All right, St. Louis, Missouri. For those of you who don't know, we live basically in St. Louis. Yeah. So this is a hometown for y'all. All right. At first sight, the police believed that it had just been a sex worker, not the word they use, um, who had been murdered by a client. But upon further investigation, they found that the girl hadn't even gone through puberty yet. Oh, man. So she's young. And it was determined that she was between the ages of 8 and 11. Damn. She's young. Yeah. That's Um, disgusting. I don't know who could do that to a human being, but like a little kid. Especially, yeah. Um, Her body showed that she was well-nourished and showed no signs of abuse up until her murder. So she was being taken care of. She's being fed, cleaned, and... She had, like, no bruises or cuts or anything. I mean, despite her head being decapitated, but... um, Knowing St. Louis is probably some stupid stuff. Yeah. Pointless. Um, So, police believed the murderer had raped the girl and then decapitated her with a large blade, possibly a carving knife, um, because the skin was cut cleanly. So, it wasn't... It was, like, one clean cut. Um... When they found her body, there was mold growing around the wound of the neck, um, where her head. Would so have that been. means it'd been a um, little bit. Yeah, indicating that she had been there for some time before her body was found. Um, her fingerprints, her fingerprints, footprints, and DNA info were all collected by police, but her head was never found and still hasn't been found to this day. That's crazy. Yep. Um. Now, obviously, all crime scene photos are tough to look at for the most part. Um, I mean, we looked What's at her name? Um, Little Jane Doe. They never. Oh I'll, I'll yeah. get into it. Um, I was going to look up the picture. Yeah. So, obviously, all crime scene photos are tough to look at. Yeah. But for some reason, there's two photos that it shows on all these websites. And one is the sweater she was wearing. And one is um, her hands tied behind her back with that rope. And for some reason, the photo of her hands tied up just literally made my stomach hurt. Because... Uh, oh, uh, I got the chills. Yeah. I don't know why the one of her hands tied behind her back is so hard to look at. But I think it's just because, like... The helplessness? She looks so young and helpless. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the rope is thicker than her wrists. Yeah. Yeah, it is a pretty thick She's rope. She's just so small and, like, young. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm done looking uh, at this. Yeah, that was hard to look at. Those are the only two crime scene photos I found. So, I, I mean, I wasn't, like, searching for any, but I didn't see any other ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was trying to look here. So I yeah, so the body went unclaimed for about 10 months in the city morgue. Um, 
until she was buried in a pauper's grave in Washington Park that December of 1983. So, no one claimed her body, meaning no one. Really? Yeah, no one knew she was gone. No one claimed her, so the... So, do you think it was maybe, like... How is a family not going to claim a little girl? Well, we can talk about that in a minute. Oh, okay. Um, so she was buried in a pauper's grave um, 10 months after they found her body. Uh, the pallbearers of the tiny little four-foot casket were the grave diggers. Oh. Yeah, so the men who... Di- and there's a, there is a picture of that, of the grave diggers carrying her casket. And there's only four of them. That's crazy. That's all it takes is four, because the caskets are so small. Oh, yeah. Um, so, six years ago, this is pretty cool. Um, six years ago, in 2013, authorities exhumed her body to gather more forensic information on it. Really? Yeah, through bone testing, they were able to determine that she had spent... So, okay, this is... I read two different things from two different articles. So, this one said... Um, through testing, that she had spent the majority of her life in the Midwestern and Northeastern states, possibly West Virginia. Um, she was estimated to weigh between 70 to 80 pounds at the time of death, and the bone testing also revealed that she had spine, she had spina bifida, um, but they don't know if she was exhibiting any symptoms of it while she was alive. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They, like, knew she had spina bifida, but, like, she might not have even known herself. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, what is spina bifida, though? Um, I believe it's a condition, like a bone condition, that affects your spine. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, spine. Anyway, um, it like affects the frame of your body and yeah, how you walk and stuff. Um, so back in the eighties. Uh, are you listening to me? Yeah, I was looking up. Is a condition where the fetus's spinal cord fails to close during development. Oh, well, there you go. Kay. Uh, because the spinal cord does not close, many of the nerves are exposed, resulting in damage to the cord as the pregnancy continues. Hmm. Cool. Huh. Okay. All right. Yep. Um. So back in the eighties, when this case was being investigated, and I feel like this is such an 80s thing right here to do. Um, investigators were working with a psychic in Florida to help catch the murderer. Mm. Um, the psychic said that they wanted to touch the yellow sweater the girl was wearing in order to get information or to be able to see information. Well, they didn't have Joyce and Hopper. Um, so the police sent the sweater in the mail. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This huge piece of evidence. Yeah. They sent it in the mail to this psychic they never met before. That I'm would assuming. not happen nowadays. No. That's why no I said way. it's such an 80s thing because there's yeah. no way that would happen. Yeah. Uh, they would rather probably like this person come up and see it in person. Yeah. In Th- there. This happened in 83, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like Joyce and uh, <laughs> Hopper, I mean, they were Fictional busy. characters. They were busy at this time. They never um, received the sweater back. And the what? S- yeah. And the psychic said it must have been lost in the mail. So. Oh, my God. They lost the sweater. Yeah. None of that would happen nowadays. Yeah. They do not have the sweater with DNA on it. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. 
Um, Who messed that one up? I bet that psychic probably like she probably sold has it. it. Yeah. No, she probably has it, and she has it like in her house with all like other random shit. <laughs> um. You know, like on The Conjuring or whatever, when they kept like that, that room stupid of fucking doll <laughs> in there. <laughs> the room of like bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I bet someone got fired for that. Yeah. Just saying. That's why St. Louis isn't that great. Okay. Um, another article I read said that researchers from the University of North Texas and the Smithsonian Institute examined the child's remains and tested for minerals in the bones deposited from water she drank. How freaking crazy is that? Yeah. Um, Technology. Yeah. The test revealed that the child probably spent most, if not all, of her life in one of 10 southeastern states, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Tennessee, or one of the Texas or one of the Carolinas, hmm. um, which doesn't really narrow it down. But yeah, um, I feel like this research was a little in more in depth than the West Virginia one. So she's obviously they have it kind of narrowed down to somewhere in the southeastern region, um, which is mostly african-american populated i feel like um so what they are sure about though is that she was not from st louis uh the police accounted for every child in the area school districts and still didn't find any record of her so um that led them to assume that she was not a permanent resident hmm. of st louis or the st louis area um at one time, the police believed that her killer was serial killer and child molester Vernon Brown, who had murdered a nine-year-old girl in a similar fashion. He raped her and then cut her head off. Uh, but he was executed in 2005 and never confessed to the murder of little Jane Doe. Um, so we may never know if it was him that did it or... Did he stop by St. Louis or was he from um, St. Louis? I don't know. I didn't look into him. What's um, his name? Vernon Brown. However, a lot of people speculated that he wasn't intelligent enough to commit a crime of Little Jane Doe's caliber. Um, so her killer has never been found to this day. Hmm. And it is one of the like most high-profile unsolved cases of St. Louis. That's crazy. Um, and in February of 2014, so five years ago, she was reburied with the new name of Precious Hope. Wait, there's a Vernon Brown... Did you hear anything I just said? Uh, something precious hope. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Th no. Th it says this Vernon Brown is an American dra jazz trombonist. Well, I that's obviously not the same Vernon Brown. Oh, no. This was in the 20s. Okay. I was going to say, was this guy a serial killer and, like, a traveling musician? Like, that would be insane. Actually, that would make a lot of sense. It would make sense, but, like... Anyway, what I said I was in 2014, February of 2014. Yeah. Little Jane Doe's body was reburied with the new name of Precious Hope. Huh. What was What was the meaning of that? They just finally like put her uh, with at the rest name. with the name, yeah. yeah. Oh. But that's still not her name. Yeah, well they don't know who she is. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a very sad, troubling, and unsolved case. Yeah, that is. Of little Jane Doe. Yep, that is. That is actually really sad. 
I hope they I hope they figure it out somehow. Yep. I hope somebody confesses to it. Uh Vernon Brown was a St. Louis one. Yeah. That's crazy. I see. Does he look stupid? Um yeah, I think any serial killer looks pretty fucking stupid. Not true. They all look normal, which is why no one realizes they're serial killers. Yeah. But they're stupid. All right. Let's do um whatever gets me to go to bed soon. <laughs> let's do famous serial killers. Okay. That sounds good. We'll do that next week. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.